the Sunshine Patriot in a Crisis shrinks from the service of their country. Winter is coming, and we know what is coming with it. No matter your current position on the journey, stay a while. This is where you can find the tools and the fire to continue on your path. Hello, welcome to another episode of Winter's Call Podcast. I'm Odin. And this is Tim. And today we're going to talk about we're fucking free fall people! So, uh, let, free let's, let's start it with the one that we knew was coming. They have officially confirmed the pedophile. The fucking groomer? Yeah, on, they've confirmed her to the, oh, wait, wait, wait. I can't say it's a her because she's not a biologist and neither am I. Um, they have confirmed it to the Supreme Court. I'm going to continue to use the gender neutral form of fucker. Uh, they have nominated the fucker to the Supreme Court. There you go. And uh, it passed 53 to 47 to be confirmed. Mitt Romney. Of course. I don't know who the other two Liz were. Liz Cheney. Probably. Mitch and probably Olympi- Olympia Snow. Who? From Alaska. Who? Fuck, I don't know. Hold on, let me find out. I'll find out who did it. All right. I'm just not surprised, though. I'm really not. Did you really think that they would fight? No. I, uh, I was hoping they would. But well, okay. Did you really expect them to fight on one that would not uh, on one that wouldn't change the balance of the court? Because let's be realistic. She, the others are, are, are going to be in agreement with her. Like she doesn't really. Yeah, you're no. right. She she was replacing another liberal justice, so it's not going to change the makeup of the court. I didn't expect them to fight. We're coming to the point where I don't know if it'll matter if they fight or not. They've already proven to be rather toothless. It's just what, yeah, it's a sad day in American history. I know we were talking and, and, and you made the, and I agree with you, but America, as we know, it will end on May 23rd, but I never would have expected them to literally question someone's stance on child-based sex crimes. Okay. I mixed the names up. Oh. All right. So it was Lisa Murkowski from Alaska. Mitt Romney, uh huh, and Susan Collins from Maine. But they literally questioned this lady's this thing, this fucker. I don't know how we're gonna do it. They literally questioned groomers' uh, stance on lessening 
the consequences for child-based offenses. And it's been proven that she's less, you know, she, she wants less, you know, less consequences and to defend child-based offenders. And then nothing happens. Well, what's the old saying? Groomer's going to groom. Meh. I can't even get angry about it right now. Why? Because I just kind of expect if there's a, a worse option, worst possible option or worst possible outcome, they're going to pick it. Regardless of logic, fair, regardless fair, of reason, fair. I just... At this point, anybody that defends them, it's like, uh, yeah, you know what? You're a fucking moron. Done. Fair. I have other ways to use my energy. Also fair. All right, so weird let, coming from me, huh? Where? Hold on. Weird. I oh, I'm not done. I'm not gonna let you get away with that one. I will find a story, and I have ones that I didn't tell you about. Oh. <laughs> I'm still pretty annoyed about it. Well, not that I'll ever, you know, live to the point where we'll see our my retirement age, but that one pissed me off. Okay, I got a better one for you. Okay. So, do you remember how they were changing the Family Protection Act in Florida uh, by calling it the Don't Say Gay Bill? Mm-hmm. All right. It's happening again, but this time in the state of Tennessee. Tennessee passed a law, right, or has a law in in uh, in process of being passed, and the media is covering at it as if it allows child brides. What? That's what I mean, it is, Tennessee. But no, hold on. That is what the media is saying. But I've read both versions of that bill, and it says no fucking thing. As a matter of fact, it protects gay marriage and doesn't change the age at all. But because it says that it undoes one of the marriage restrictions for common law marriage, they assumed and they reported that it allows child brides. No, it does not change the actual age of consent for marriage, which is the age of 17 for marriage. And even then, there's still restrictions on who that 17-year-old can marry. It can't be more than four years older than that. Right? But... The media is reporting it as this racist, homophobic, Republican bill is going to stop gay marriage and it's going to allow child brides. None of that is true. So pretty much none of it is opposite of whatever they're saying. Pretty much. Well, they're they're trying to look for a way to use the media to sit here and smash uh, Republicans because they're looking at the. at they're the poll at numbers, and they're going, oh, shit. They're looking at what's terrified me for the last year. The stupidity of the no, general the, public? Well, besides, no, that's been bothering me for, gener- for, for what, <laughs> 10, 15 years. Um, no, what's terrified me for the last year is that overwhelming pendulum swift. This, just that, that red tidal wave. 
that switch back uh, that switch that remember when i said that when the pendulum swings right it swings hard and it takes a while to come back i i know that you're worried about it but at this point I say bring it the fuck on. Well, at this point, I don't think it fucking matters. You're going to be fighting it one, if it's one way or the other. Right. But, so, that's fun, right? That one's fun, but you still didn't get my ire up. I make fun of Tennessee. And now, now, the reason that it didn't is because I explained it. I was originally going to just come to you and say, do you realize that Tennessee has a bill that allows child brides? Okay. <laughs> How about Frankenmeat? Yeah, no, do not fuck with my steak like that. Oh, no, gotta, that's where you draw the line. Charlie, I got, I got to find a video. Hold on. I, I went and found a video, and then I sent it to myself, and now it's like, no, sorry, we're not here anymore. I'm like, oh. Like your FBI agent's like, no, do not spread this. Well, as as we're talking about that, let's talk about the other one. Germans are rejoicing as. The news gets out that the parliament has voted against compulsory COVID jabs. Meaning that Austria is the only country with mandatory jabs. But the people are celebrating. Excuse me. All right, Balder. It's not my fault. Fair enough. I I get it. It's to them that is... That's a milestone. They have learned from past fucking mistakes. Not that it matters when Russia comes crashing through. Fair. All right, hold on. Share. So, video statement. File. My my father's grandmother' her name is Bunda, right? That's what you call her, Grandma Grandma Bunda. She said something once that has stuck with me ever since I was a kid. Some people are too schön old and too like smart. <laughs> that has stuck with me for my entire life. All right, you ready? Yeah, let's go. Feeling hungry? Would you eat a steak grown in a laboratory? Would you take a bite of a cheeseburger made by a scientist? Technology startups and scientists are placing big bets on lab-grown meats. Currently, livestock is responsible for around 15% of the global greenhouse gas emissions. We could see this number rise in the coming decades. According to the World Economic Forum, the world population is expected to be close to 10 billion by 2050. That is a lot of mouths to feed. This population boom and rising incomes will cause demand for meat products to rise by as much as 88%. To feed the world's growing demand for meat, we already use around 27% of the world's arable land to raise livestock. We need to find a more sustainable way of satiating this rising demand. One path to the future of sustainable eating could start with lab-grown meats. 
not to be confused with plant-based meat alternatives. Lab-grown meats are cultured in the lab using cells which were originally derived from live animals. In theory, this cultured meat would use fewer of the planet's resources, and no animals need to be slaughtered in the process. Cultured meat might become a regular part of our diets in the coming years, making its way onto the dinner table and appearing in some of our favorite restaurants. Nonetheless, the prospect of this meat 2.0 raises a lot of complex social, ethical, and technical questions. And simply put, some people find the idea of eating meat from a lab weird. Well, so no what is lab-grown meat? And how is it made? First, a technician takes cells from a live animal. These cells are grown up in a lab to permanently establish a culture called a cell line. Once a good cell line has been established, a sample is introduced into a bioreactor. This is essentially a culture medium which contains all the materials the cells need to grow. The cells in the bioreactor grow and multiply exponentially and are then harvested. Once harvested, the meat cells can be formed into any number of unstructured items, from patties to sausages. In the future, it may be possible to use technologies such as 3D printing and edible scaffolds to create particular cuts of meat, like chicken legs and T-bone steak. However, this is likely to be much more difficult than producing ground meat. The technology's first public proof of concept appeared in 2013 in the Netherlands. Partially funded by Google co-founder Sergey Brin, Dr. Mark Post and his researchers at the University of Maastricht spent a little over $300,000 creating the world's first cultured meat hamburger. It was described as like an animal protein cake. The burger was even taste tested live on television and got positive reviews in general. However, the lab-grown burger lacked one central element, fat. In the meat that we eat every day, there are different types of muscles, connected tissues, lipids, bones, and fat that give flavor and texture to the food. To this day, one of the biggest challenges with lab-grown meat is giving them the flavors and textures that you might expect from biting into a steak or burger. However, this has not stopped entrepreneurs and scientists from trying. Today, startup companies are working to bring lab-grown beef, chicken, and even fish to dinner tables around the world. Aside from the regulatory hurdles, these startups need to find a way to scale up cultured meat while reducing Your face costs. while watching Moreover, this video is hilarious. Challenges. These include developing better cell lines and cheaper culture media, reducing the time it takes for the cells to grow, and scaling up what are now small-scale operations. They will also oh, need to find an alternative like to the dude. use of fetal bovine serum which is derived from cow fetuses and is added to culture media. The use of the serum is a major barrier for an industry that is trying to take animals out of the equation. The cultured meat also needs to taste good or be close enough to more traditional dishes that the public won't mind that it comes from a lab. Until cell-based meat makes the leap from the lab to your dinner table, 
there are some delicious plant-based meat options you can consider that are gaining traction. Companies like Beyond Meat and Impossible Foods offer customers meat-free options made from water, soy protein, coconut, sunflower oil, and natural flavorings. Some argue that the current appeal and adoption of plant-based meats by major restaurants could be a precursor to the coming age of cultured meat dishes. get you with the Tennessee law that I would be able to get you with that one. <laughs> okay, they mentioned two things in there that are important to know. None of anything about the fucking cultured meat because fuck that shit. The impossible meat and the other one, Beyond Meat, or they actually have one that's a, it's a red bean burger that's actually pretty decent. There's some of them have actually turned out pretty decent if you don't have meat or you're looking for a meat substitute. Some of those are actually pretty good. But that, it's like they were growing toe fungus. Okay, I, I just want you to know that soy, soy, kills testosterone and the male hormones. Just so you know that it makes you more aggressive and more feminine. When fed to rats, when fed to other creatures, now you can't get the study on human but when you feed it to other creatures, as a matter of fact, if you feed soy to catfish, they go from male to female. You know, as I said, if you're looking for a meat substitute, there is no meat substitute for me except for me. By the way, well, I'm a, okay. How many? I have Buster locked in my fucking freezer. By the way, just so you know, that yeah. same description for bioengineered meat is how they discussed growing human body parts. cultured meats it's made out of people soil and green took place in 2022 just saying i'm not that actually made me sick to my stomach it looked like a bunch of snot rockets before they put the blood in it to give it some color <laughs> you had fun with that video didn't you yes I don't like you anymore. Next, All right. Next story. Next video. Yes, yes, yes. How about European Union prepares for nuclear and chemical attacks? Brussels has begun stockpiling key meds and radiation kits. It's going down. I mean, I'm not, I'm not surprised, though. I mean, they started pulling troops out of Kiev. How long do you think until they either, you know, FOAB or nuke it? How about the fact that we have openly started placing uh, our own military within an hour of the Ukrainian-Polish border? It's so overt. It's covert. After the statement from yesterday when he said, if I'm going to go to war, I'm going to go to war with you guys? you guys. Yeah. Oh, wait. Here's an even better one. Nancy Pelosi was just with Biden yesterday, or sorry, by the time this episode airs, two days ago, right, for the signing of the Postal Reform Bill, which we will cover here 
later. But she now has COVID. Now, I'm not saying <laughs> what you think I'm saying. <laughs> Hold on. Hold on. Three days ago, Nancy Pelosi announced that she would visit Taiwan. And China warned that it would take strong measures if Pelosi visited Taiwan. The very next day, she tests positive for COVID and has postponed her trip scheduled for next week. Is it COVID or coward? I'm going to go with coward at this point. Yeah, but then again, I wouldn't be too awful worried about COVID if I were her being stuck with those, you know, what is it, Baskin Robbins and the 31 fucking flavors in her kitchen? She doesn't have COVID. You cannot grow any germs in a 95% proof fucking sample. <laughs> and I realized that her sobriety, the more sober she is, the lower her eyebrows are. Fair. Probably because she has the ability to do her makeup correctly then. Is it really makeup if you put it on with a spackle brush? Or spackle knife? I don't know. Okay, fair enough, fair enough, fair enough. How about the article that we had that I had shared you? Illinois starts scanning license plates okay. on highway. <laughs> it's Fuck a technology you. that can scan license plate and police said that it will help them solve crimes. The House passed a measure to install highway cameras to scan and read residents' license plates. Governor Pritzker has called for expanding surveillance technology to help police solve crimes. Several lawmakers have come into close contact with shootings on expressways, and these violent crimes shot up during and after the pandemic. We're not spying on people. You absolutely do not need a warrant for an individual. An individual is asking for their data to be given to the government so that they can track it. You don't need a warrant for that. I'll be goddamned if you don't. Technology is critical to defeating crime. Funding for cameras using automated license plate reader technology to help us identify and catch subjects involved in expressway shootings and other violence. And we welcome the responsible inspection of that technology across the state. That information would be held for the use of ongoing investigations for now. The same technology could be useful in the future if the state decides to implement a mileage tax. They want to sit here and develop the technology that when they go, you know what, we're going to do what California wanted to do and got voted down, where they said we're going to charge you five cents per mile. Now we have the technology to prove where it's you're like, going. Like a toll road. On steroids. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh... Now, here's the funny thing. There are, they're going to use this argument. Right? Because people are going to be like, well, you know, if you stand against it, well, it's just because you don't have a, you know, it's because you, you haven't paid your taxes. You haven't, you know, your tags are expired. Or you have... At what point do you realize that they're going to try to prevent crimes before they happen. They will charge you with a crime before it happens. What are you That's talking what about? they're aiming at. 
Oh, not, it, it, not only that, they're going to do what they're going to do with the illegal immigrants. Did you hear that Pasaki has announced that it's part of their policy to give cell phones to illegal immigrants when they cross the border? Ask me why. Their justification is so that they can find them easier. Which means they just fucking admitted that they're using your cell phone as an electronic leash. Yay! I'm done. <laughs> fucking hate. Mm. I think a part that annoys me the most is how many people are just going to blindly be so excited for it. Fair. They're the same fucking people that say, you don't need a gun, that's what you got the police for. Then why the fuck do you call an ambulance? Or why the fuck do you have a first aid kit? Or oh, I don't know, why the fuck do you have a fire extinguisher? Wanna go back to the war? Talking about the war? It's gonna be a war, alright. Alright, carry on. Alright. Finland is going to introduce steps to join NATO in the next couple of weeks. <laughs> so remember that whole we don't want Ukraine to join NATO because it's on the border? <laughs> so is fucking Finland. Do you really think that this is going to help negotiations at all? <laughs> Why? Why? Just no. That... <laughs> it. Yeah, at this point, fuck it. Just let them join. If we're gonna have right. World War Three. At this point, it doesn't fucking matter. Uh, we've already got the world's largest snow globe now. Let's just go. Right. Although there is good news. Uh, really? Yeah. The very first January 6th defendant was just found not guilty. Yeah, I saw that. I was like, he ah. argued successfully that police let him through. Hold on, I'll I'll get the article. All right. So January 6th Capitol protester was cleared of all charges brought against him on Wednesday afternoon. Matthew Martin, an engineer from New Mexico, admitted to entering the Capitol building on January 6th, but successfully argued that police allowed him in. Okay. The Washington Examiner reports that after a two-day bench trial, U.S. District Court Judge Trevor McFadden found Martin not guilty. After being detained in April of 2021, a fucking year. Martin was charged with entering and remaining in an off-limits facility as well as unruly and disruptive behavior. He stated throughout his trial that he entered the building because he thought he had an he had authorization from officers who enabled him to do so. Prosecutors argued that Martin should have known better when he walked past the R close signs and proceeded to film the commotion, but McFadden stated during his ruling that Martin's plausible belief outweighed evidence presented by the prosecution. McFadden said he wasn't sure if Martin was waved inside the building by an officer based on video evidence he had seen, but believed that Martin waited for permission to enter the building while the officer chatted with another individual. McFadden highlighted that he was not condemning the officer's handling of the incident, but that Martin's version of events was reasonable. 
they let him through. They let him in. But that man spent a year in jail for nothing. Pretty much. <sighs> but that's the first. Uh, well, and here's what bothers me about: was he acquitted, or was found he not, not guilty. guilty? Okay. Jesus. Hello, trouble. What up? What up, you lazy sack of bones? Whoa, whoa. No, fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I thought so. <laughs> so, you you heard. I told you about the, I told you about Abbott sending the illegal immigrants to Washington, D.C. Yeah. Okay. You know, he's not the only one, right? I wasn't aware, but that makes sense. Previously, DeSantis has said he would send charter buses to Biden's home state (laughs) and drop them off there. Because they, that's, they were doing the, um. The 3 a.m. flights and the 2 a.m. flights. Yep. So, again, Abbott copies DeSantis, but Abbott got more press because everybody hates DeSantis, basically. Pretty much. All right, hold on. Where are the other articles I had saved? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so remember the the whole tracking with the license plate? Now let's add, so Robert Hyde, who's running for Senate, and another senator was on the radio today, and they brought up an interesting point. Add the Illinois bill with this one. The Biden administration is now linking vaccine dissenters to the possibility of committing acts of violence in order to investigate them as potential terrorists. You are now labeled a domestic terrorist because you didn't get vaccinated. Well, that was just a matter of time. Even after, um, even after Pfizer, uh, some more documents were released from the Pfizer studies, which they wanted to wait 70 years to release. It said the natural immunity was, if not better than vaccination, but then they skewed their results to say that uh, they couldn't, you know, say that it was better like you know with all this stuff so now you're a domestic terrorist when we've been pretty much lied to by pharmaceutical companies and the government about being fully vaccinated and being protected and they seem to be causing more harm once all the smoke had cleared with all the statistics about you know covid deaths and and vaccination side effects and stuff like that it seems like that pfizer was uh doing worse than covid (laughs) <laughs> you know what I mean? With, with, with well, their, it's, uh... it's almost like it's what we've been saying for the last two years. Mm-hmm. Same with the whole thing, the whole guy getting, you know, found not guilty. Now, unfortunately, I feel that he will be probably an outlier. No, I think the majority of them will get left go, let go. Figure that the narrative has finally run its course. No, I think that they'll find certain individuals that were proven to have thrown, oh, I don't know, signs up against the side of a wall and punish them harder. Yeah, I like that. (laughs) So, all right. 
other news from around the globe. Uh, Devki. Anyhow, the the uh, Irish Times deputy foreign editor, right? Back in December of 2021, the so solution to anti-vaxxers is simple. If they come down with a thing, they refuse to get vaccinated against or refuse them treatment. That's important because he just died. Hmm. Karmic justice! What, like, what don't they get that it's nothing about being anti-vax. It's about being anti-mandate. It's about Look, being... I was not anti-vax Tell before this. Before. I am now. Yeah. Well, I mean, they're removing, they're trying to remove the, uh, you know, power of choice. You know, it's, it's ridiculous. And then you're labeled a domestic terrorist because you choose... What you put into your body and not put into your body, like right? Okay, so let's talk about the the next article. The don't say gay bill in Florida. How everybody is all pissed off, and you know, with the the whole okay groomer has become popular. That it's got the left just just frothing at the mouth, right? Mm-hmm. How. I keep telling people that you need to take a stand and you need to take action. You just can't ignore it. You just can't say, well, it doesn't apply to me. You need to find out the evil. One, in fruit fruit stands, you see signs all the time. When checking the fruit, one spot, throw it out. Because one spot causes the rest to rot. And if you doubt that, we now have scientific proof, or not scientific proof, but news proof of what happens if you don't take the same type of stand. Go anti-Disney, sit here and get rid of it out. Ready? In Texas, a Texas teacher says that 20 of her 32 fourth grade students came out to her as alphabet, according to a leaked internal school message. The teacher's statement came as a part of a complaint that the school principal referred to their internal pride parade as a wellness walk. A what? A wellness walk. They have to be grooming to get that amount of uh, of ratio. Uh, that that's that's like, the so statistic. That's... Anomaly, if it were true, you know what yep. I mean. Like that, it's statistically impossible. And and another yeah. thing you get to realize is, you're right. It, it has to be grooming because there's no way that a, any group has that kind of turnover. Unless Which, what you're grade teaching is this? Them. Fourth. fourth unless grade. you're shoving it down their throats, and and fourth graders don't even understand what their parts are for yet. Well, yeah. So, the internal message reveals the elementary school teacher claims that over 60% of her students are alphabet. Also said it's not enough to just celebrate queer folks, but that we must push them. So, again, about that whole uh, not grooming thing, lies. If you support Disney at this time, I don't care. Uh, Then I'm done with you. Your your opinion on anything doesn't matter at that point because you, by not standing up against it, you're literally supporting this type of behavior. What is the saying? 
All that it takes for evil to flourish is good men to do nothing. And if you say, oh, well, it's just one part. It's just bullshit. It's just, you know, I don't agree with that. And I can monitor, you know, I can, I can separate the good from the bad. If you're a Christian, I suggest you go read Ephesians 5.11. For what business does light have to do with darkness? So Disney's the parent company, right? Disney owns all the other stuff. They're the parent company. Yes. So it's, you know, it's not just the one part. It's their ideology now. You know, once one does it, it seeps down, you know, yep. it, seeps through, so, it seeps through the channels. So it's going to eventually spread into college football. It's going to spread into NASCAR. I mean, it already has. Look at this incidents that have happened in the last two years alone. Right. And yet people will still accept it because they're Star Wars fans or because they're they're fucking Marvel fans or because they're NASCAR fans. They do not have the strength of their convictions. They do not believe what they say because it makes them uncomfortable. They do not sit here and want to take a stand against Disney because they realize what that would actually mean in their life. You know, they went from like, look, you if if you're one of the alphabet people and you know and you're raising a child and you want to bring them to a pride parade or whatever, so be it. You do that on your time, right? It went from pride parades and uh, you know uh, you know self pride to um, you know to almost conquering. You know, like try like you know you. It is to- not enough that you accept their lifestyle. And and live and let live. It is now you must accept it and glorify it yeah. and support it. And that is the problem. It's not... I know that Freya gets annoyed at me for making this statement, but I didn't care. I didn't care if you were gay. I didn't care if you were trans. I did not care if you thought you had the sexuality of a goddamn skillet. Didn't matter to me. Until you Is that a pansexual? Yeah, that's a pansexual. <laughs> that's pretty good. Fucking dad joke today. But no, the, the <laughs> thing is that I didn't care until they shoved it down my fucking throat, made it where I had to not only give them praise for being what they are, I had to try to be it myself, even though it wasn't my own gender, my own persuasion, my own. I mean, it's like, what? Well, at what point does. Uh, you you have a right to your voice, but at what point does your voice have to become my voice? You will agree with me, or I will silence you. You've gone from freedom of speech to freedom of screech. Oh, agreed. It's like, you know, we went from a live and let live society. Like, you know, I, again, same thing. I don't care. Be what you want to be. I, it doesn't, it, as long as it doesn't affect my life. But you know what? Now it's starting to affect my life. And it's starting to affect my life when... It started when when you come when you come at my children, when you come to when you when you try to overrun our children, <laughs> and you know forget about it. I'm an adult. I can stick up for myself. I, I'm fine. Like you know, and I'll always be okay. I always stand by my convictions. But when you go after a kid who's naive, who doesn't know, who you know, who's very easily influenced, or just thinks that they could go with the flow, you're coming after the kids. Like you know, because then then what happens with if the kid doesn't agree with it? You can't not agree with it, especially in that atmosphere. Well, 
I mean, you had brought up, and I went and found the story that you were talking about the last time, when you had brought up the teacher in Connecticut. So I went and found the story, right? This is a woman who simply wanted to ask questions, and they suspended her. So allow me to read you this story. School nurse suspended for Facebook post in which she questioned why 11-year-olds were on puberty blockers. A school nurse in Hartford, Connecticut was su- was suspended over a transphobic Facebook post in which she questioned why 11-year-olds were on puberty blockers. Kathleen Catterford, who works at Rich for Richard J. Kinsella Magnet School, posted in a mom's Facebook group, there was an 11-year-old girl at the school on puberty blockers and 12 other students identify as non-binary. She said, investigate the school system curriculum. Connecticut is a very socially liberal, gender-confused state, she wrote. As a published school nurse, I have an 11-year-old female student on puberty blockers and a dozen identifying as non-binary. All but two keeping this as a secret from their parents with the help of teachers, social workers, and school administration. Teachers and SSWs, which are... Social Social workers are spending 37.5 hours a week influencing our children, not necessarily teaching our children what you think is being taught. Children are introduced to this confusion in kindergarten by the school social worker who teaches social and emotional regulation and school expectations. The nurse went on to question why, given that the youth, young people's brains aren't even fully developed until their early 20s, are they allowed to take puberty blocker drugs and be put through gender-mutilating surgery? For this transphobic thought crime, Catterford was reported by a parent to the school board, which responded by immediately suspending her pending an investigation, after which she will be fired. Of course, because that's fuck. Uh, not just fire, she should be charged. What about that post is transphobic? Did you just say she should be charged? Unless I misunderstood you. I'm talking about the one that was teaching the kindergartners about gender blockers and everything else. No, she's a school nurse who was warning parents that this was going on. See what I okay, okay, story, okay, I, okay. maybe I misunderstood what you were saying. So it's multiple teachers that were doing this. Yes, when the school nurse reported it. Yes, she should get a fucking medal and a cookie, and they should get charged. Instead, she's suspended, about to get fired. Hartford Public Schools strives to provide an inclusive environment where all students feel seen, valued, respected, and heard. Superintendent Dr. Leslie Torres Rodriguez said in a statement. <laughs> We as a school district are responsible for the health, well-being, and social and emotional development safety for all of our children ensured to our care. Apparently, health, well-being, and emotional development now means encouraging kids who have brains who have been scrambled by demented far-left gender ideology and social engineering to be put on drugs that literally prevent the natural development of their bodies and brains. And if they decide later that they're not actually transphobic, they are now sterilized. Because that is what puberty blockers do. It is, is it any wonder why more Americans, aside from financial concerns, are choosing not to have children, given that this is what they're faced with? And then somebody put, you cannot criticize this without being called a transphobic bigot. Yeah, again, what about that post was... There was no shroud of transphobia in there. To me, it's more a medical and a moral issue. 
Oh, no, 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 no. Sorry. Not anymore. Not anymore. Saki came out today and said that putting children on uh, puberty blockers and gender-affirming surgery is now best practices in states that deny it are the enemy. God damn. Let me see if I can get the exact quote, because I, I may be adding a little too much venom because she pisses me off. So let me go and get the actual quote. While you're looking that up, I just want to say when I heard the story and what I from what I was understand from that story with the Connecticut nurse was that the kids were being provided these hormone blockers, puberty blockers without the parents knowledge. But I could be wrong. You know, right. Um, they are all they except are, right? for two of them. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, while I'm looking for that one, here's one for you. Ready? California Democratic bill will allow non-citizens to become police officers days after what? Title 42 is lifted. That's it. That's it. Fuck it. <laughs> Let's just go back to the Wild West. Give everybody yeah. a gun and go, all right, look, either you get real polite or we have duels in the street. It's fine. Yeah. Uh, I want to see you at high noon in town square because you uh, you, you made a, a transphobic comment about giving a fuck. I'm going to have to pencil you in for 12.30. I'm booked at noon. And again at 12.15. Right. <laughs> yes. I don't want to go to Facebook. <laughs> fucking Jen Psaki. Would she give her kids fucking hormone blockers? So Peter Ducey asked Psaki, at what age does the White House think students should be taught about sexual orientation and gender identity? Hmm. Uh, apparently they're not going to tell me. <laughs> they said prenatal. Ah, uh, here we go. All right, ready? Jim Psaki threatens parents and states who are blocking medically necessary life-saving transgender surgeries for children. She had a threatening message for parents and states who are standing in the way of gender reassignment surgeries for children. There will be consequences. Last item for you before we get to your question, Pasaki said. Across the country, as we've talked about a bit in here, Republican elected officials are engaging in disturbing, cynical trend of attacking vulnerable transgender kids for purely partisan political reasons. Today in Alabama, instead of focusing on critical kitchen table issues like the economy, <coughs> sorry, the evil is trapped inside my chest. <laughs> COVID or addressing the country's mental health crisis, Republican lawmakers are currently debating legislation that, among many things, would target trans youth with tactics that threatens to put pediatricians in prison if they provide medically necessary life-saving health care for the kids they serve. Just like the extreme government overreach we've seen in Texas, where politicians have sent state officials into the homes of loving parents to investigate them for abuse just to harass and intimidate the alphabet community, today's vote in Alabama will only serve to harm kids, she continued. 
But Alabama's lawmakers and other legislators who are contemplating these discriminatory bills have been put on notice by the Department of Justice and the Department of Health and Human Services, led by Tricky Dicky, that laws and policies preventing care that healthcare professionals recommend for transgender minors may violate the Constitution and the federal law. I'm going to stop because if I keep reading, I'm going to lose my shit if I don't get a chance to say this. Listen to me. There are no such things as transgender children. There are parents who want to push a political agenda, and there are evil motherfuckers. Children do not understand transgenderism at all, unless you, know you push that fucking narrative. Let me say this. Let me break it down so I, I, won't, I won't break it down for the stupid people out there. There's no such thing as a bad pit bull. There's a bad owner. There's no such thing as a transgender child. There's a shitty parent who's grooming their child. Yes. All right. I think I can take a break. I think I can finish now. Well, wait. We... What I was going to say is real quick. You know, it's almost like they want to be the first lib on the fucking block that their, their kid's going through. Like, you know, it's almost like an accessory now, the way they're pushing it. And where in the fucking world does this qualify as life-saving? Wait, letting them, letting the kid wait to a reasonable age where they can make a logical decision as opposed to a fucking fifth grader who legitimately has to argue about what they, doesn't argue with themselves about what they want for lunch, dinosaur nuggets or fucking tater tots. You know, Let's and- put it this way. The suicide rate for transgender people is 49% pre-op. The suicide rate for transgenders after surgery is 49 fucking percent, which means the surgery doesn't improve the chances of them not fucking ending their life. <coughs> All right, let me finish. Sorry about that. <coughs> oh. To be clear, every major medical association agrees that gender. Fuck it. No, I can't. I can't. I can't fucking every finish med- it. The, the amount of evil lies and bullshit coming from just reading the statement is causing me to fucking choke. I just want to throw up, especially, you know, you add that on top of the fucking video you showed me earlier. Now I'm really just sick. Uh, I missed a good one. Not I'll play it again, but after the podcast, because yeah. I'm pretty sure people don't need to see the video. I'm franking me again. Frankenmeat? Oh, God. I'll show you. Uh, so, uh, let's finish this particular episode up. I'm Odin. And this is Tear. Thank you for joining us on another episode of Winter's Call. Stand, yeah. stand by, Marcus. You're about to, you're in for a treat. Yeah. No, you're, you're not. <laughs> the preceding podcast is brought to you by Heimdall, Keeper of the Bifrost. <laughs>